ready. Ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, we can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. All right, everybody, welcome aboard. That time has arrived. Tonight is uh, February 13th, 2024. We're going to kick off the marathon. And uh, first up tonight, we've got Pastor Joseph Cohen and a very special guest. Brother Joseph, you want to introduce our guest tonight? Yeah, sure. Pastor uh, Peter Westerman, um, God willing, he'll be with us um, every uh, second Tuesday. And uh, you'll be blessed. I know uh, Pastor Peter for quite a few years, and he's a, a solid uh, Bible teacher, and that's what we need in these last and evil days. Yes, uh, yes, we yes. We need somebody that's going to bring the uncompromised Word of God um, in truth um, and in love. So then that's Amen. Pastor Peter. So, um, Brother Shannon, would you like to open up in prayer for us, please? Hey, let's do it. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for this opportunity to be here today. We plead the blood of Jesus over each and every person tuning in. Bless Brother Joseph and Brother yes. Peter as they bring yeah. the word today. Thank you, Lord. We invite the Holy Spirit of God to come. Yes. Also, in the name of Jesus Christ, we bind every demonic force that would come against this program to stop it. In the name of Jesus, Hallelujah. thank you, Father God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Pastor Peter, okay. Yeah. God bless you. Well, yeah. well I, I'm excited to be here with you, and, 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 and I kind of step off from Brother Shannon and said, we are, we're in a time that, that you know, tradition and, and, the, and the ideas of men and, you know, so forth, they don't cut it anymore. People need to have a, a revelation a reality of who God really is and, and, and who he is in this day and this hour and who he is for them and in them. Uh, and, and, you know, in this dark, dark times, there's a light and there's a life and a power that, that we can walk in and we can live in that will keep us in these troubled times. And without that, I don't, I'll be honest with you, I don't know how a person can manage in these days, you know, in these dark days, uh, uh if you know, over in, um, Second uh, Timothy chapter three and verse one, the apostle Paul writing to Timothy, he was talking to him about the end at the last days, the days that we're living in these days today. And he, he said, the King James says we're going to be living in perilous times. Other translations say dangerous times. And, and, you know, I mean, you don't need the Bible to tell you that. Just look out, you know, just as you live every day, we see this world we're living in is, is, is getting in, going darker and darker and more dangerous and dangerous. And, and, but we don't need to be captured by those things. We don't need to be taken up. On the contrary, the Bible says that we're supposed to be, uh, uh, in these day and these hours to be demonstrating the power and the life of God that we're supposed to be a light in the darkness and, and a demonstration of the love and the goodness of God, uh, to a dark and dying world. So, uh, yeah, I, again, um, uh, I'm reminded of that passage over in, in Daniel chapter 11, I believe, is where he says that those who do know their God will be strong and do exploits. So uh, uh, th- this is the, the mandate for the believer in this time is that uh, we, we can't go cowering in the corner and go, oh, me, oh, my. No, we need to stand up boldly and strongly 
and walk out the will and the purposes of God that he's called us to. You know, remember Jesus prayed this. He said when he was teaching his disciples to pray, he said, you know, pray that thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so part of our mandate as a believer is to to bring the will of God to this earth. And it only happens as we as believers step up and step out and 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 follow the direction and walk in the authority and the power of the Jesus name. So I want to talk a little bit about that tonight. You know, I, I have a saying that, you know, uh, strong faith, great faith comes from knowing our our great God. And and a lot of folks today, they may know about God, but, but we live in a time where the, it's critical that we know God. We know who he is. We know, we know him intimately and personally and powerfully. And, and so I want to talk a little bit about that tonight. Uh, because that's the way that the believer is going to uh, impact the world and and uh, and do it and live the life we're called to live in this day and this hour. So, if you have your Bibles, um, I would just encourage you to kind of follow. I'm going to try to go as slow as I can. And Brother Joe knows I kind of like a machine gun sometimes, but I've made. I'm going to make every effort to kind of slow it down tonight and take the time so uh, uh, we can we can stay together and follow along. But over in um, in, if if we start over in Exodus chapter three, now Exodus chapter three is is um, uh, is the story of Moses, uh, and and chapter three particularly is when Moses was uh, out in the back of the desert and he sees the um, burning bush, and he's he's captured by it and curious of it, and he goes out to to find out what it's all about, and of course we know it was God waiting for him. To uh, uh, to commission him to to go to, to back to Egypt to set the people free, and so as God was co- uh, commissioning him and uh, and speaking to him about about this uh, and, and getting him ready to go, Moses said to him, he says, uh, uh, you know, when I go to the people of of Israel, uh, Israel and they say to me, uh, the God who of uh, you know, I say to them, the God of my fathers has sent me to you, and they ask me. What is his name? What shall I say to them? And so God responds to Moses and says, I am who I am sent, ye, sent me. I am who I am. And that, those few words, those five words have such um, incredible revelation in them if we'll just uh, focus on that. You know, the, one of the things that kind of kind of diverse go off a little bit here. Uh, if, if you read in um, first, we'll, might, we might touch there later, but Ephesians chapter one, uh, uh, Paul prays a prayer for the believers that their eyes of their understanding would be enlightened to know the hope of the calling and the and 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 what they've been given their inheritance and so forth. And and uh, over in of Second Peter chapter one, Peter says that grace and peace be multiplied to us through the knowledge of God, and so we as believers, our first priority in life is to, as like with Moses, we need to know who God is. We need to know Him and know Him personally and powerfully. And so, um, as we start this tonight, I want to talk a little bit about this: uh, what, how God revealed Himself to uh, Moses. In saying, I am that I am. In those few words, there's so much revelation and power. Let's just take a few minutes and talk about that. When he said, uh, um, I am that I am, 
he, he was saying, first of all, the first thing we, he had said to us is that he, he is. He doesn't change. He is always the same. God is always the same. He, 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 and more importantly that, uh, he always existed. He, before the universe was ever created, God is. Just think about that. For you know, we can study. We have amazing technology now, the Hubble telescope and all these things. We can look far out into space and to expanses and look at uh, galaxies and stars and all these things. Massive, amazing things beyond our comprehension. But God is greater than those things. God created those things. This is the God we serve. Sometimes we have a, uh, the, the, the church seems to have a, a concept of a little God and a big devil. But I'm telling you, we, we serve a God that's beyond comprehension. You know, we use the term a lot, almighty God. But do we really pay attention to what that means? Almighty God, omnipotent God. That means beyond the measure of power that God has. This is the God we serve. This is the God who loves us. This is the God who wants to work in our lives. The God who created the universe, who spoke it into existence, and he and he he holds it together even today. Um, you know, Jesus said this in 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 um, in John chapter eight when when um, when he when the when the, the uh, Pharisees came to him. He said to them in John chapter eight. Jesus said to them, "Very brother, I say to you, unto before Abraham was, I am." There he is using that same same expression again, that same term. And, and of course, they tried to take up stones to kill him because they they considered blasphemy because they knew what he was saying. He's saying, "I'm God. I always was. I always will be. I am, and I am, and I never change." And that's the truth. He never changes. The same God created the universe. The same God who put all the stars in place, the same God who created this earth and made a beautiful garden and created the man and put him, that's the same God today as he was back then. He's the same always. He, and, and he introduced himself to the Jews in the same name that he introduced himself to Moses with. You know, we read over in Genesis chapter uh, 1 and verse 1, he says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. In the beginning, before there was anything, God is. And then out of the, he, he spoke into existence. He created uh, uh, the universe. So God pre-exists everything that was ever created. And, and I, I know I'm talking about some concepts here that are challenging, difficult for us to understand because our, our brains are not created with the, with the uh, to be able to really fully comprehend these things. But if you listen to me and you let the Holy Spirit kind of open your heart to these things, he'll reveal them to you. So God created the entire universe and, 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 and he upholds it. He holds it together, even today, by his almighty power. He watches over it. He continues to watch over everything, every detail of it, Every person constantly, everything is under his watchful eye. Hebrews 1, 1, listen to Hebrews 1. It says, it's long ago and many times, in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he's spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things, 
but, but most importantly, through him, he also created the world. He is the radiance and the glory of God, an exact imprint of his nature. He upholds the universe by the word of his power. And after making purification for sin, he sat down at the right hand of majesty. He upholds the entire universe by his power, by the word of his power. He is he, the, 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 the ability, the power of God is beyond anything we can comprehend. And yet we struggle to believe God to help us when, when we need healing or we need provision or we need strength. We serve a God that's beyond the measure, that has the beyond measure of power and ability that we can even ever imagine. This is the God who loves you and wants to work in your life and work through you. In uh, Hebrews, again, continuing in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 8, he said this, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. Thy scepter of righteousness is a scepter of your kingdom. He, his, he, his throne is... Is forever and ever. You know, we, I'll try to explain. God is not limited by time. God lives outside of time. We're going to see as we go into the study a little further, God saw us before he ever created the world. How did he see that? Because God sits outside of time and he sees the entire spans. He created time, actually. And he can see the entire spans of time from beginning to end from his, his vantage point in eternity. He can see it all. He sees everything. He sees your beginning. He sees your end. He knows what you you, you need today. He knows what you're going to do tomorrow. He's not going to know what you need next week. He sees every human being. Always. Hallelujah. So God's, uh, it's again, verse 10 says this, the Lord laid the foundation of the the earth in the beginning and the heavens are the work of your hands. This is this is Almighty God, the one that 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 loves us and gave Himself for us. He, Hebrews three says He's the builder of all things. Now listen to this one: Colossians chapter one and verse sixteen and verse seventeen. For by Him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. Whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created, were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things are held together. This universe we live in, this world we live in, everything about it is held and maintained by the power of Almighty God. Every breath that you take, every thought that you have, everything about you is is because God has continually, you're continually on the mind of God. This is the God we serve. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, as we, as we, as we begin to understand that the I am, when, when, when he said to Moses, I am that I am, we need to realize what God is saying is that he is independent of all things. He needs nothing. He's self-existing. He's existed for eternity before before anything else was. God is. And after everything else is maybe, you know, eventually someday this world's going to be rolled up, wrapped up, and put away. God is. Hallelujah. He is beyond. He's not, he's not dependent on anything or anybody. But he created us 
so that he could shed his love and his grace upon us every day. Hallelujah. And there's and so if God created the entire world and all the universe, is there anything too hard for him to, in your life? You remember this, it says over in John, 1 John 4, 4, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. If the God who created the universe, the God who created the sun and the moon, all the stars, all the galaxies, everything you can see, everything you can't see, God created, and he holds it together by the word of his power. He dwells in you. Is it a hard thing through him that you could overcome? Not at all. Nothing's too hard for God. I say nothing is too hard for God. So I, and in this world, Jesus said, we're going to face trouble and tribulations. But he said, be of good cheer. Why can we be of good? Because he has overcome. Because the God who created the universe, the almighty, omnipotent God dwells in you and I. And he is well able to overcome those things on, on our behalf if we allow him, if we'll believe him, if we'll trust him. Hallelujah. If we'll ask him. Over in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 18, he said this. He says, having the eyes of your heart enlightened that you might know what is the hope to which he's called you and what is the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints and what is the immeasurable, I say that immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of that great might. What is the immeasurable greatness of his power? Hallelujah. What is the immeasurable greatness of his power towards you? What is it you're facing today? What are the challenges? What are the things that you seem to be struggling with? I'm telling you the immeasurable, immeasurable power of God is available to you today to overcome those things. If you'll put your trust and your faith in him, if you'll exercise and declare the word of God that he's given to you about those circumstances. You know, the other day I was in church and, um, they brought a little baby, a brand new little baby, just just born. And the poor child, I'm not sure exactly what, what the condition was, but I know it was very serious, very, very, uh, uh, the, the, the mother, I could see she was so distraught and, and, and in pain. Well, the, the saints of God gathered around and we prayed for that young child. And I know God touched him. I know, or her actually, and, and changed. But I also felt that there was a spirit that came into that uh, over a lot of the people. And it was a spirit of hopelessness. And God spoke to me and said, there's no such thing as hopelessness in the kingdom of God. You know, there's hopelessness in this world. There's hopelessness in the, in the, in the dark uh, uh, kingdom of Satan. But there's no such thing as hopelessness in the kingdom of God because nothing is impossible for God and with God. Do you hear me today? So, I, and I, I'll say to you what I said to the church that Sunday morning. Do not ever entertain. Do not ever allow that spirit of hopelessness to try to come in. Don't ever allow that word come out of your mouth regarding any circumstances you're in. There is no such thing as hopelessness in the kingdom of God. There is no, that is not in the vocabulary of God. And it should not be in the vocabulary of the believer. Hallelujah. Because nothing is impossible with our God. Hallelujah. What is the immeasurable greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his great might? So we're, you know, 
we, we actually we could never fully comprehend, much less measure the greatness of his power. But we could know that the measure of that power is the power that is necessary to overcome whatever you're facing has already been made available to you. You know, again, God is lives outside of time. What you're facing today, what showed up at your doorstep today, was no surprise to God. It might have been a surprise to you, but it was no surprise to God. And he has already caused the victory to be yours. He's already set it in place for you. He's already set that healing in place for you. He's already set that he, uh, provision in place for you. He, Whatever it is, that wisdom in God, whatever, he's, he's already set that in place for you. And he doesn't, he's not caught up. He, he's, it's there for us if we will just trust him and believe him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let me go back to, I'm going to go back to, to the Moses again. So he, so again, what, he, what, what God said to Moses, I am that I am. He didn't say I am and, or I will be, but he said, I am. He's always present. Never changing. God is not subject to time. Time is a, a condition of change. God is not, never changes. He is not subject to change. He's not subject to time. He is the always the I am. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And this is so important because what God said 2,000 years ago or revealed 5,000 years ago or what Jesus said uh, and, 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 was, and put down in the book we can stand on those things because God doesn't change his mind. He never changes. His word is true. He is true. He's the same always. We can confidently stand on the promises of God because he never changes. If you see God do something, uh, if you see Jesus do something in the, in the Gospels, you see something God worked through uh, the apostles in the, in the Bible, in the book of Acts or whatever, or you read what uh, was revealed to the apostle uh Paul or Peter, those things are as true today as they were when he when they were first said or first written. God does not change. You can understand you you can take that to the bank as they say. God never changes. He he's he's always the same. He's he he's two simple words. I am. God reveals so much about who He is. He's self-existing, unchanging, omnipotent God, who because of His love that surpasses all knowledge and understanding. He's, he's given uh, he's given himself to us. Now listen to this prayer uh, that Paul prayed for. Uh, well, he prayed. It was recorded in Ephesians chapter three, but this is for you and I. And he goes on to say, first beginning in verse fourteen, Ephesians three, beginning in verse fourteen. For this reason, I bow my knee to the Father before the Father, from whom the, every family in heaven and earth is named. Is your family? Are you name? Are you in the, your name in the book? If it is, it can be tonight. We'll make sure before we close out this time tonight that your name is in the book. And this is for you. That according to the riches of His glory, He may grant you to be strengthened with power through His Spirit in the inner man. You know, God never intended us when He created Adam. When he created man, he never intended for us to live on our own. He intended from the from the moment he created Adam that we should live together with him, that he and in him and in in us. This has always been the plan of God. We are we we in fact are, are not created to live independently of God. We are created to be dependent upon God. He wants us to be dependent upon Him. 
There's nothing wrong with that. He wants to fill us with his spirit. He wants to strengthen us with his power. He wants us to, to daily come boldly to the throne of grace to receive help in time of trouble. So it goes on to say in verse 17, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may have the strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to listen down, this is important, listen to this, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. This is what God's heart is for you and I, is that we we would be overwhelmed by the love of God that surpasses knowledge, that we'd be filled to overflowing with the fullness of God. And then he goes on to say in verse 20, now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than we ever ask or think according to the working according to the power that works in us. Now, let me re- repeat that to you. Now, to him who's able to do far more abundantly than we can ask or think. I, you can think the biggest thing you can think as far as what you might need or what the power, much power you need. And that's, God says, I'll do more than that. I'll do more. Hallelujah. We, 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 have, we, we have a God, a super, a God who, who, who super abundant, wants to super abundantly bless us according to his riches and glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it goes on to say, for him to be glory in the church through Christ throughout all generations forever and ever. Listen, that promise that Paul wrote down, penned, that prayer, is for all generations. No, it was for Paul's generation, but it's for this generation today. It's not any less powerful. It's not any less true today as it was when he penned it some 2,000 years ago. And so God has set aside all the power, all the provision, all the love, all the whatever it is that you need for you and I. And in fact, it's not only he, he wants to give us what we ask for. He says, I'll give you more. I'll give you more than you can ask for. Praise God. This is the power that God wants us to live in. You remember in um, Acts chapter 16, Paul and Silas, if you haven't haven't read it, go read it later. Acts 16, Paul and Silas get a, uh, God shows uh, Paul a vision of a Macedonian guy saying, come over here and help us. So Paul takes that as a sign that they're supposed to go to Macedonia and preach the gospel. So they do. They go to Macedonia. They go to Philippi and they start preaching the gospel. And they think things are going great. At first they were. Then all of a sudden the crowd turns against them. Next thing they know, they've been arrested. They've been beaten. And the Bible says they were thrown into the innermost prison. This is like the the, 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 the dungeon of dungeons. It's the sewer of sewers. I mean, they are in the worst place of all. It's disgusting. And and I, I, I don't know how they do it. I couldn't imagine if that was me. I go, what happened? What's going on here? I thought I was doing what you told me to do, and here I am. But listen to what they did. The Bible says at midnight, the darkest hour, the most, the, the most troubling time, the bleakest moment, it says at midnight. They began to praise God. And what happened? Be, by, through their praises, through their praising God, that power of God that was in them was released and it blew the doors off the prison. It collapsed that prison. It set everybody free, praise God, to the point where, they, where they, uh, the prison guards and the, and the head of the prison came running in and falling down and asked them, what must we do to be saved? Hallelujah. That's the power of God that that God wants us to work to wants to work in us too today. I don't care how dark, how impossible the situation might seem. I'm telling you, the power of God is greater 
than whatever it is you're facing today. We serve a God who's beyond the measure of anything we can comprehend in his power, in his love, in his ability, in his resources, whatever it is that you have need of. Hallelujah. Praise God. God wants, God of the God of all power wants to dwell in you and I every moment of every day. He wants to strengthen us with his might. He wants us to be filled with him, with the fullness of God, because he loves us and because he wants for us to reach others and, and for the kingdom of God. He wants to, through us to demonstrate his love and his ability to a dark and dying world, praise God. This is what God wants to do. I mean, it shouldn't be that we're just living barely get along. No, no. The Bible says we should be treading on serpents and scorpions over all the works of the enemy and nothing by any means shall hurt us. The Bible says he always causes us to triumph and he gives us the victory. This is the plan of God. Hallelujah. If we would just recognize and realize that how much God really loves us and how much he wants to us. And more importantly, how big God really is. Praise God. He's so much bigger than you and I uh, could ever imagine. Or, or, or think of. But that's the God we serve. That's the God who loves us. That's the God who came to earth and clothed as a man in, in the name of Jesus, who died on the cross of Calvary and took upon himself all the sin of all humanity. That's the God we have. That's the God we serve. That's the God who wants us to know him and he wants to know us. The great, again, like I said, the greatest, listen to me, the greatest demonstration of God's love and power was that demonstration on the cross of Calvary when he Jesus gave up his life and died to conquer sin and death for all humanity. That moment, that's a moment that transcends time. I, I don't know if I'll try to explain this to you. I, again, it's something that, that the, the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit's going to have to kind of reveal to you. But understand, there was a moment into God works, he works Outside of time, and he can work within time, as he chooses. He's not subject to it, but he can work within time. And he chose that moment in time to, re, to, to set the redemption of all humanity uh, before the world. And so we know that when Jesus went, went to the cross of Calvary, and he got, the Bible says that God made him sin who knew no sin, that way might be made the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. When, when God did that, when God laid the sin of all mankind on Jesus, when God laid the wrath, his wrath, his judgment upon Jesus, that was not just for that moment in time. That transcended time, went back to the beginning of time, to the moment of, of all the way from Adam to the last moment in time. It transcended all humanity and took the sin of every human being and, 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 and put it upon the Lord Jesus. And that moment in time, he... He took all the sin and he conquered all the death and he conquered, he, 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 all the power of God was released that every human being, every human being could be born again, could be redeemed, could be set free if they chose to receive it. Hallelujah. That's how much power was released at that moment uh, at Jesus', Jesus death, burial, resurrection. Hallelujah. So God, so, so, so. That's the power. That's the God that loves us. That's the God wants to work in your life. Hallelujah. Every moment of every day and night. Hallelujah. Let me go over to Ephesians chapter 1. And now this, this one, I would, I would highlight this in your Bible if you can. Uh, it says here in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3, Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ 
with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Now, let's just stop for a moment. I want to ask you about this. Picture what, what kind of things do you picture in heavenly places? Is there a lack in heavenly places? No. Is there barely getting No. Barely getting along? No. Is there just, uh, uh, you know, we, we picture the heavenly places as, you know, streets of gold and, and, and rich and, and, and precious thing, jewels and gems and, and peace and love and, and, and just um, uh, uh, architecture and, and design beyond what our, our imagination could ever even begin to uh, grasp. This is all this stuff has been set aside in heavenly places for us. And then it goes on to say, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him in love. He predestined us for adoption as sons to Jesus Christ according to the purpose of his will. You see, again, this shows that before the foundations of the world, before we, anything was ever created, God saw us. He saw us choose him. And he chose us because we chose him. And because he, we, chose, he, we chose him, he chooses us, and he blesses us with every spiritual blessing, praise God. Hallelujah. And then it goes on to say he predestined us. He, he predestined us for his purpose, for his plan, for the adoption of his as sons in Jesus Christ according to the purpose of his will. Hallelujah. Again, God sees the past, the present, the future. He sees it all now. Everything is all. Everything is now for God. He always. He's always is, because he is the I am, and he saw all that. He 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 accomplished all that before before we were ever born. Hallelujah. He knows again. Like I said a few minutes ago, he knows our past. He knows our present. He knows our future. He knows what we did, what we're going to do today, and what we're going to do tomorrow. He knows what we need now. Tomorrow and every moment of this life and into eternity. This is the God who loves you, praise God. This is the God who wants to work in your life today. This is the God who wants you to call out to him and ask him and believe him and trust him. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so God chose us before the foundation of the world and he chose to bless us. He determined before we were ever born to, to, and before we were ever created to bless us and provide for us everything and anything we might have need of. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Again, like I said, he's the, he, in that word I am, he is the self-existing one. He's not dependent upon anyone or anything. I am reveals he's always present, existing, independent of time, just as Jesus said in John 8, before Abraham was, I am. Time is a factor of change, and God never changes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. How are we doing on time? We're good. Okay. Hallelujah. Again, in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4, even as he chose us before him in the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him in love. He predestined us as adoption of sons to Jesus Christ according to the purpose of wills. So again, it looks, it seems that God st stood outside of time. He sat on his throne and he looked across the expanse of the universe, uh, the expanse of all time. And he saw you and I before we, uh, we, before we were ever born. He saw us though. And in that he chose us because he saw us as uh, uh, we choosing him. 
And as we chose him, accordingly, he predestined us to receive his His holy and gracious inheritance, his forgiveness. He preordained us to his purposes according to his will. Hallelujah. In other words, God planned our lives for us before we were ever born. Let me say that again. God planned your life for you before you were ever born. And in that life plan, he set in place everything and anything that we have need of throughout this life so that we can walk in victory. We can walk in the blessings of God. We can walk in the grace of God. We can walk in the goodness of God. We can walk in the love of God. Hallelujah. He saw everything that we have need of, and he predestined and set it aside for us in heavenly places. Look at what Psalm 139 says, verse 16. Your eyes saw my unformed substance, and in your book all the days of my life were written before ever they ever took shape. When I was yet there, when... As yet, there was none of them. Hallelujah. Before we were ever born, God wrote a book in heaven of every moment of our life. Praise God. And in that book, he put everything that we're to do, everything that we're going to need, everything about us. He wrote it all in that book. Hallelujah. And then he goes on in verse 17. He says, how precious and weighty also are your thoughts to me, O God. How vast is the sum of them. Listen. God only has good thoughts for you. I'm telling you, God only has good thoughts for you. You know, one of the things that we talk about how uh, um, uh, uh, beyond measure God is. Well, one of the things that that uh, uh, is beyond his beyond measure that beyond our understanding is the mercy of God. The Bible says the mercies of God are new every morning. In other words, you could have a real bad day. And really, really deplete, if you want to call it, your cup full of mercy for that day. Well, guess what? The next morning, it's filled up to overflowing again, praise God. The mercies of God are new every morning. The, we, just like anything, everything else that, that is with God, his, his, his uh, uh, resources are immeasurable. They're, uh, uh, they, they never end. And so his mercies never end also. So if you messed up today, you know what? I'm not encouraging you to mess up, but I want you to know that you can come, like the Bible says in Hebrews, you can come boldly to the throne of grace and receive mercy and receive help and receive grace in time of trouble. Hallelujah. God never, God never reaches the end. of. Uh, if you'll be willing to turn to him, he will turn to you. Praise God. The only time, the only time God will uh, not, not turn to someone is when they won't turn to him. Praise God. He has, he's always, always, always looking for us to come to him, to run to him, to seek mercy and forgiveness. Hallelujah. Remember it says over in Chronicles, if my people call by my name, shall humble themselves, seek my face and pray, I'll, I'll, I'll forgive their sins and heal their land. Hallelujah. There's no time limit on that. No time limit. Hallelujah. So God wants us to come to him. We are, we fail, we mess up, we're not perfect. That, that, we all know that. But God's mercy and grace is greater than our failures. Hallelujah. His love will always overcome. His love was always there for us if we just uh, receive it. This is the God we serve. Hallelujah. This is the God who created the universe. This is the God who gives you life. Praise God. This is the God who wants to heal your, heal your body. This is the God who wants to fill you with his Holy Spirit. This is the God who wants to every day... Order your steps and guide your path. This is the God who wants to fill you to overflowing with his power, with his presence, 
with his love, with his with his life. Praise God. This is the God out there. The, the, we, we, there we could never, never, ever uh, uh, deplete the resources of heaven. Hallelujah. There's always, he's more than enough. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Remember 1 Peter 2, 24. He says, it says, He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live under righteousness and by whose wounds we have been healed. Hallelujah. At that same time when he took on the, the sin of the world, he, he destroyed the power of sickness and disease over our lives too. If we'll have received that, praise God. Hallelujah. So we... we um, We can receive whatever it is that we need of anytime. And it's not based upon how good we do. It's based upon him, not by works of righteousness, but by his love and by his grace, we can receive these things. Let me give you one more passage here, and then we're going to uh, we're gonna kind of shift gears a little bit here. Over in Galatians 2.20, he says, Paul said this, I've been crucified with Christ, and it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. That should be yours and my declaration every day. Hallelujah. I, I, I've been crucified with Christ. I died with him. He, he was made sin for me that I might be made the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. And the life I, know, I live now, I don't long live by my own strength, my own life, my own ability, but I live by the one who lives on the inside of me, by the Lord Jesus Christ, by the power of God on the inside of me. I live that life that he gives me now. I live by the by faith in the Son of God who loves me and gave himself for me, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want to ask you, as, we're, as we finish this, I want to ask you tonight a couple questions. First of all, do you know him? Do you know him personally? Do you know that you're saved? Do you know that your, your, your sins have been washed away? Do you know that when you stand before him on that day, because listen, we, we all suffer from one uh, uh, terminal condition. It's called, uh, it's called mortality. We're all going to face God one day. We're all going to die and, or, or, or get raptured. But one way or the other, we're going to stand before the throne of heaven. Are you ready to stand before him? Hallelujah. Not in your clothes, in your righteousness, but clothed in the righteousness of Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Has your sin been washed in the blood? Have you been forgiven? Praise God. Do you know that you know that you know that regardless of anything else, when you take your last breath, when your heart stops, that you know where you're going to be standing. You're going to be standing before the Lord Jesus and you're going to receive an embrace from him. Hallelujah. Confident in his love for you. Hallelujah. If you've never, if, if that's not you, if you don't have that confidence, I want you to have that tonight. It's so, it, it's, it's, it's not rocket science. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, um, it's not based upon anything that you can do. It's not based upon any, how well you lived your life. It's not, it's not based upon anything but what Jesus did for you. Hallelujah. Like it said in there, it says, he, he was made sin for us who knew no sin. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so I want to, uh, it, it over, over Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, it says, For by grace have you been saved through faith. And it's not your own doing. It's a gift of God, not of works, result of works, so that no one can boast. Hallelujah. The way we the way we receive the, the the goodness of God, the forgiveness of God, is by coming to Him and just say, I, "I I don't deserve anything, 
but you because you love me, because you, you died for me, I want to receive that. I want to receive that free gift tonight. I give my life to you. I surrender my life, and I thank you, Lord, that you died for me. You shed your blood for me. You took my sin for me, that I might receive you and receive eternal life. If you've never done that before, let's do this right now. Just just close your eyes and raise your hands to heaven. And just, and just say this with me. Dear Lord God, I come to you tonight, and I ask Jesus to be come into my life to receive me. I know I'm not worthy, but I know you love me and that you died for me and that by your grace and by your mercy, I want to receive that eternal life that you have purchased for me. And so I receive it now, and I thank you, Lord. From this day forward, I surrender my life to you. I want... I want the, to know you. I want to walk with you. I want to serve you. No longer will I serve myself. No longer will I serve the things of the world. I want to serve you and I want to follow you. And so I thank you, Lord, for forgiving me of my sins. I thank you for embracing me and taking me into the kingdom of God, receiving me as a child from this day forward, Lord. I thank you that I walk in the grace and the mercy and the blessings of God from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. I say amen to that. Praise the Lord. This is a uh, live broadcast tonight with Pastor Joseph Cohen and special guest Peter Westfield. That was a great message, Brother Peter. Uh, For the archive, what would you like to title your message tonight? Ah, wow. Well, let's let's call it uh, uh, Great Faith Comes From Knowing a Great God. (laughs) I love it. Our great God. Is that too long? No, that's perfect. That's perfect. And uh, Brother Joseph, welcome back to you. Check and see if you're muted, uh, my brother, friend. There you go. Yeah, yeah Brother Shannon. Uh, praise God. Well, you know, uh, great message, uh, Pastor Peter. And, uh, you know, you're talking about the one thing that causes people to jump out of buildings to kill themselves, young children, uh, the lie of Satan in the world about do this, do that. Uh, but, you know, believe that, become a girl and become a boy, uh, you know, <laughs> become a homosexual, become a lesbian, you'll, you'll be free, uh, you know, party, have sex with anybody, uh, drugs, gambling, and everything will be fine. And, and those people are committing suicide besides the regular yep. people who are quote, quote unquote straight people. Um, yep. and I, I really like, uh, well, I liked your whole message because it's very powerful. Um, when you said no such thing as hopelessness in the kingdom of God, well, um, right. um, I have a message called uh, "Hopelessness Not on My Watch." Amen. <laughs> and that's what it is. It's not on. It's not on God's yeah. watch. So, not Brother Shannon, uh, Brother Shannon, before we're going to do communion now, but is there a song that uh, you might be able to play uh, from Marina? Absolutely, the songs are phenomenal. Before, while we're getting ready to take communion, absolutely. Folks, we're going to play a song, and uh, during that time, if you'd like to join us for communion tonight, that's where we meet with the Lord Jesus Christ at his table. Uh, Get your cracker or bread, your juice or wine ready, and uh, we're going to play a new release from an album soon to to come out by Marina Basic, and the title of this song is called Golden Star. Hope you enjoy it. Lost. I never know the cost 
fills out with your amazing grace. That was a great song. Thank you, Sister awesome. Marina Basic, for uh, sending that to me tonight. And uh, as soon as we have details on our new album release, uh, we'll be putting that out there because she has produced some great music over the years and has put it all together and a uh, a new release. So I'm excited about this. Uh, Brother Joseph, back over to you. Jesus is our golden star. Um, not football players, not actresses, not musicians. Uh, uh, not famous uh, people, billionaires, trillionaires. There's one golden star, and uh, his name is Jesus because um, he's the one uh, that shines brightly um, every minute, every day, every second before the world was ever was ever created. And he knew before mm-hmm. time that he was going to go to the cross. Yes, and he did yes, it willingly yes. for you and yes. me. So we thank God yes. for our golden star who. Um, yes who we know 
and he does stuff for us. Uh, people yeah. uh, uh, uplift uh, all these people, uh, Super Bowl people, uh, football players, uh, singers, and everything, and they spend millions of dollars with their uh, albums and buying jerseys and everything, and those people could care less about the common man. But thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. And we know that he loves us because we see him hanging on the cross like a piece of meat. And he's coming back again for us. Amen. So we'll take communion, Brother Shannon. Why don't you just explain about it and then we'll we'll do it. Absolutely. Uh, Communion, again, is where we meet with the Lord Jesus Christ at his supper table. And um, it's a time to prepare your hearts to meet the Lord. If you know Jesus as Lord Savior and you'd like to meet him tonight at the table, there's a blessing that comes from taking communion. It says, as often as we do this, we do this in remembrance of him. Um, again, there's a blessing for it. If you're prepared tonight, then come and do it. If you're not, then you, you want to get prepared first before you take communion. Prepare your heart. You need to repent of any known sin. Forgive anyone who's trespassed against you, as um, the Lord also will forgive us, but we have to forgive others to receive forgiveness from him. And um, it's a solemn thing to do. So you want to be prepared to do it. If you're not ready, then wait till such time as you are. Um, there's several verses that talk about communion. I'm going to read from Matthew 26, verse 20, 26 or 28. While they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed it, and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. He also took the cup. And after giving thanks, he said, Drink all of this. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for many so that their sins may be forgiven. Now, that's not King James. (laughs) I just realized I had the wrong translation up. But uh, the... The bread or the matzah that we take represents his body broken for you and I on the cross. And the juice or the wine represents his blood shed for you and I. We eat his flesh, we drink his blood. And uh, we praise the Lord that we are able to do this tonight. And uh, so with that, Brother Joseph, over to you. Amen. And when we drink the blood, um, uh, we say uh, uh, New Hope in the Lord Ministry on Omega Man Radio every Tuesday. Um, we say hail to my King Jesus three times and honoring the Trinity and we say hail to our King Jesus once um, to those that are taking communion worldwide um, and I would recommend those who are going to listen to the show on the archives uh, take communion um, where um, God moves mightily even on the archives and so we thank God for that. Baruch atah Adonai, Ahenu Melech Olam. Hamotzi lechem min ha'aretz. Blessed art thou, O Lord, our God, King of the Universe, who commands us to eat bread from the earth. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity, Lord God, uh, this sacrament that you've given us, Lord God, to do this in remembrance of me. We thank you, Father God, that, Lord God, that healing is the children's bread, Father, both yes. in the old covenant by the blood of bulls, <clears throat> Father, you did healing, and how much more by the perfect blood, shed blood, Father, in Jesus' name of your Son, Lord God. You said you bore sickness and diseases upon your body, and by your stripes we were healed, are healed. 
and we'll be healed. So, Father, as we take communion, I'm asking God for you to build up everybody's immune system, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Lord God. If there be no sickness, no diseases trying to come our way, that, Father God, would hit us, but it would hit you, the wall of fire around us, and Thank die. You, Thank you, Father God, for anybody on listening here tonight. You have any type of sickness or illness in your body, we just command it to be healed, to be yes. whole, in the yes. name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we thank, thank you, Lord Jesus. Take with the broken body of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank Let's you, partake Lord. with the broken body of the Lord Jesus Christ for his glory. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In the same manner, after supper, he took the cup and said, this is the blood of the New Testament. Uh, do this in remembrance of me. As often as you drink this, um, do this in remembrance of me. Um, as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show forth the Lord's death until he comes. Hail to my King Jesus. Hail to my King Jesus. Hail to my King Jesus. Hail to our King Jesus. Thank you, Lord. There's power in your blood, healing in your blood. Yes. Deliverance in your blood, faith in your blood, hope in your blood, Thank peace you. in your blood, joy in your blood, love in your blood, mercy in your blood, and great grace in your blood. Yes. What can wash away our sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make us whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. So precious is the flow that makes us white as snow. Thank we you. thank you we're white as snow because of your blood, Father. And you threw our sins into the sea of forgetfulness. Yes. And remember them no more as far as the east is from the west. Jesus. So, Father, we thank you, Lord God, through your broken body and your shed thank blood. You. Father God, uh, the, our sins on the blackboard have been erased by your broken body and your shed oh, blood. So, Father, we thank you, Lord God, as we partake in communion now. In Jesus' name, <clears throat> we thank you for that, Lord. Baruch atah Adonai Blessed art thou, O Lord, our God, King of the universe, who commands us to drink fruit from the vine. Let us drink fruit from the vine, the blood of Jesus. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. I'm sorry I didn't have my scripture prepared earlier. I believe the Lord had prompted me, uh, go find that link, and I was in the wrong browser, apparently. But um, okay. I'm a King James man myself. Uh, Luke 22, 19, uh, I've got prepared for next time. Uh, okay. Praise God. Uh, gentlemen, I want to thank you for both coming on tonight. And uh, before we close, uh, Brother Peter, is there any contact information for your ministry you'd like to give out? Uh, well, there's just the email. is pretty simple. It's revpmwestfield at gmail.com. If someone wants to contact me for any reason, any you know prayer requests or questions or anything I can help them with, listen, my goal in life is to get people to know Jesus and know him well, know him personally, and know him intimately. And so uh, um, that's, that's and, and know his word. So if I can help anyone in any way, by all means, give me a, give me a, a shoot an email to me and I'll respond. That's Pete Westfield, Rev PM Westfield at gmail.com. Fantastic. And Brother Joseph, give out your contact information, well, please. Uh, uh, praise God, Brother Shannon. Well, um, we thank God for um, our YouTube channel, uh, which is growing and growing, and more people are subscribing. And I ask you to take a look and subscribe. And you can see Brother Shannon's uh, testimony 
on my YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube, put his name in, and then put forward slash New Hope in the Lord, and you'll see his testimony there. And uh, praise God. Uh, we also have a, a website, um, www.newhopeinthelord.com, and um, there's a lot of uh, good things on that website. Uh, we thank God for it, so you can take a look at that and be blessed by a lot of things we have. Um, and if you'd like to support our, our ministry, we thank God for those who are supporting the ministry. Uh, we know God's blessed you for it. <clears throat> and um, you could go to um, you know, paypal.me forward slash Cohen 727 or through Zell, dot com. Or if you want to shoot me an email, you could just do it to Brother Joe at newhopeinthelord.com. Fantastic. There's Brother Peter, we will thank Amen. you for the message tonight and looking forward to hearing more from you. A great message. We'll have this right. up in the archive. Thank and, you. Uh, thank you. Brother Joseph, thank you well, for introducing us to a new guest. God bless you, my uh, friend. I, and I thank you both. I, I'm blessed by being with you tonight. Thank you very Amen. much. Great time in the Lord. God bless you. We'll see you guys Amen. again God soon. Bless. Thank okay. you. Love you, too. Bye-bye. Okay, friends, stand by. We're going to save this program. We'll be right back. Here we go. <laughs> 